We'll talk to MSF's Access Campaign Manager. She joins us, uh, Lena Mengani. Thank you very much for joining us, Lena. Did Hello. I get Did I get your surname right? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lena. So, I mean, why are you making this call? D tell us what's the context of the call. Well, the context of the call is this, that today countries, treatment providers are facing spiraling drug prices, um, similar to what happened in 2000 with HIV medicines. And if people adapt their patent systems smartly, then they can actually make or buy these medicines at a fraction of the cost. For example, if you buy generic cancer medicines, they can cost 90% less. And similarly, for HIV, we've seen a drop of over 99% in prices since 2000. That means you can treat millions of people mm. at a fraction of the cost that it would normally cost. So let's, let's play devil's advocate because we just spoke to a pharmaceutical head of the third largest pharmaceutical company in South Africa. They produce one of the AIDS drugs that's used by at least a third of, um, of the Africans on, uh, of, of Africans on HIV uh, AIDS drugs. So l let's find out, you know, let's play devil's advocate on this. Why should it be done? Because... If, if South Africa were to break these patent laws, aren't we, aren't we ruining our relationship with countries like the U.S.? Um, well, firstly, South Africa and other countries should care more about the citizens than upsetting the United States uh, government, one. And number two is this. Um, we've seen in 2000 that there are many of the patents that pharmaceutical companies hold are actually of a very trivial nature. They're called evergreening patents. For example, Fixed-dose combinations are routinely patented by pharmaceutical companies. And these can block access, for example, in countries as far as Russia, Latin America, um, and many, many developing countries. You used an interesting word, evergreening. Tell us how that works. So what is evergreening? Evergreening is basically, instead of coming up with a new drug or an innovation, you simply keep repatenting your older inventions and extending the patent monopoly. So, for example, in South Africa, you had a l very long monopoly on the HIV drug Ritonavir. And because of that monopoly, the South African government is tied into procuring from Abbott. And that led to a shortage and a stock out in the national program. And they could not buy from another supplier. Mm. I mean, we, we, again, we just spoke to a pharmaceutical head, in, in, you know, who's producing these drugs and saying they can do it at a price point that will, be, that will make it accessible to more and more people. Their hope and their aim is to ensure that 6 million South Africans can be on ARV drugs. What would you say to a pharmaceutical rep that says, you know, we can still do this, but, but we, can do, we have to do it at a price? Well, the most important thing for us to remember about um, uh, interests of citizens, patients and consumers is this, that competition is good for us. So therefore, when Indian generic companies and multinationals compete together, the prices that are available to South Africans and African governments is much better than depending on one company mm. and one source. What about the, so, you know, the places that these drugs are produced? Having been produced in India and there's particular concerns of, of, of ARV drugs being produced in Bangladesh today. What conditions are the people working in when they produce these drugs? You know, CIPLA and Pfizer can tell you they've got medical aid plans for workers. You know, these workers are well taken care of. They have retirement plans. Can we say the same thing about the Indian and Bangladeshi generic pharmaceutical manufacturers? I think uh, people underestimate the, uh, the ability 
ability of developing country producers and they constantly put them down for example the first um, uh, generic of the blockbuster drug sofosbuvir that cost $1000 a pill in the united states was produced by the bangladeshi company uh, by by a bangladeshi company bangladesh has no patents till 2033 and we should provide more technical support on quality so that they can produce newer tb drugs newer cancer drugs that are patented in india so bangladesh is a very important producer of generic medicines today just as india was in 2000 and we must work to provide the technical support that bangladesh needs to produce the newer medicines whether on labor standards or whether on quality So how much of a difference are we talking about on price? You know, in the past it was $18,000 for the the drugs about 200,000 rand. They say that it could be produced for 5 US cents and actually many of these companies would still make a profit. That's less than a rand. What what's the difference in price between what the generic manufacturers are producing today and the big farmers? Okay. So just to give you a recent price difference. Um so first bevira hepatitis C life saving medicine is $1000 a pill in the United States. It's already being made available by Indian and Bangladeshi producers at $4 a pill. So this is the kind of price differences we are saying. I can't even calculate the percentage anymore. And it basically means that you can have quality treatment for hepatitis C for about less than $200, something that costs almost $100,000 in the United States. That means we can treat millions of hepatitis C patients across the world, similar to what happened in 2000 with HIV and AIDS. Today you have 17 million people on HIV treatment thanks to generic competition. and we can do it again for cancer we can do it again for hepatitis c and we can deal with public health challenges with the availability of competition in generic medicines lena thank you very much for joining us uh, lena is the uh, access campaign manager for medicines sans frontier doctors without borders lena magannini